If you're a mum-to-be, you'll want to make sure that whatever you're using on your skin is safe for both you and bub, which is why today I'm giving you the need to know about K-beauty during pregnancy. Welcome to The Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. This episode is brought to you by Jellico, the perfect skincare to treat yourself and your mum to this Mother's Day. Hello and welcome back for another week of the Korean Beauty Show. On this week's episode, we are going to be talking K-beauty and pregnancy uh, because we've got Mother's Day coming up in a few weeks' time and I know that there are a lot of people out there who are either currently pregnant or breastfeeding new babies and are wanting to know what skincare is going to be safe to use, not just for them, but also for their babies. So I thought today we would go through that. Now, obviously, this is not going to be a topic that is relevant for everybody. But if you are thinking about becoming pregnant at some time in the future, then you might want to listen to this episode. Otherwise, if this is completely irrelevant to you, maybe there's someone that you could forward the episode onto who might be thinking about that stage of their life. So I apologize. This one is a little bit of a niche topic, but we are coming up to Mother's Day. So I am going to be running through a couple of episodes that are all for mums out there in the next couple of weeks. So this one is specifically about pregnancy. Next week's will be a little bit more general. Uh, So I hope that the people out there that would like to listen to this show will find it useful. And for everyone else, I will be back next week with a topic that is a little bit less of a niche one for you as well. So obviously pregnancy brings with it lots of different changes to your lifestyle. You have to worry about all sorts of things from the type of food you can you know, eat, the types of drinks that you can consume. And many people also do worry about what kind of skincare products they can and can't use. So obviously I will start today's episode out by saying that like things like food and diet when you are pregnant, skincare is something that you definitely should talk to your doctor about. So If you are pregnant, hopefully you are being seen by a physician that you respect and trust. And physicians have different opinions about a whole range of different things when it comes to the types of things you should eat during pregnancy, the types of things that you should avoid. Um, I know coming to Korea, there are very, very different uh, concepts about what a pregnant woman should do compared to where I'm from back in Australia. So things like um, whether you should dye your hair or not, whether you should get your nails done, uh, whether it's okay to eat sushi. These are all kinds of things that in Asia, things are done slightly differently. So your physician is obviously your first port of call. Uh, And 
I'm not wanting to say anything that would uh, go against what your physician has otherwise told you, but my experience, I guess, working with skincare and companies and brands and common ingredients, as well as, you know, reading the studies and things like that has led me to have these personal beliefs about the products that I'm going to talk you guys through and ingredients and things like that. But if you are ever unsure, then please do go and talk to a professional about it and you can defer to their opinion. Obviously, that's that's why you're seeing them is because it's someone that you like, uh, that you trust. Uh, so that is, I guess, the final word. Whatever your doctor says should go, whether that com- goes to anything, to having a bath, you know, getting in a sauna, uh, eating su- sushi, whatever it is. If your doctor has really strong thoughts on it, drinking alcohol, then, you know, obviously you should follow your doctor's advice. But I know that there are plenty of skincare products out there that are perfectly suitable for pregnant women. Uh, so I definitely will go through some of those with you. Uh, but first, some of the most common skin changes that you probably have noticed if you're expecting are things like you may have seen your skin get drier. I know a lot of mums to be experience skin darkening or melasma and then plenty also get acne. Whether they're predisposed to acne or they've never had it in their life when they're pregnant, these are the kind of things that people will uh, experience cropping up or maybe even worsening. So if you have a pre-existing skin condition, something like eczema, psoriasis, or rosacea, sometimes you can also experience a change in your symptoms as well, either for better or worse. Uh, And then obviously there's a whole lot of different skin changes that can affect other places too. Things like stretch marks, uh, veins and things like that. So they're just some of the things that you might see uh, during and I guess after pregnancy as well. So as a general rule of thumb, when it comes to skincare, if it doesn't require a medical prescription, so something that you actually have to go to a doctor and get a prescription for, most doctors say that those things are fine to use in pregnancy. So what kind of things are prescriptions usually required for? Well, things like high strength retinoids. So retin-A, retinol, and retinol palmitate often do require a prescription benzoyl peroxide, and then hydroquinone. So those kind of ingredients can affect the development of your unborn baby. And that's why it's best to approach them carefully. And the safest bet is to ask your doctor, obviously, if a product is right for you. I know in the case of some anti-acne medications, uh, unfortunately, they are known to cause birth defects, things like Roaccutane or Accutane. If you are thinking about being pregnant, or are pregnant, it is an absolute no-no to be taking that kind of medication. Uh, And I know certainly in Australia, you have to sign all sorts of forms that say that you are aware of the risks and, you know, what will happen if you accidentally take this medication and end up pregnant. Uh, well, take the preg- take the medication and accidentally end up pregnant, I think is probably more the way it will go. But they are the big ones to look out for. So if you are currently prescribed any sort of medication or are using over-the-counter, not over-the-counter, but prescribed stuff that you're buying from a pharmacy, that is the kind of thing that you're going to want to check with your healthcare provider and make sure, ask them, is this okay for me to keep using or not? 
So the good news is that very few K-beauty products on the market contain retinoids, and that's because really in the scheme of things, they just aren't that popular in Korea itself. I can only think of probably three or four products off the top of my head that contain retinols that make their way overseas. So Applebee's Retinol Vitamin A Moisture Cream is one of them. COSRX, I believe, has a retinol serum. And there was a really old product that IOP had back in the day that had retinol in it. I'm not sure what that product is going by, but I'm positive it had some retinol something in the name. So keep a lookout for that. Uh, but in general, it's not a huge problem in K-beauty. And that is because when people are looking to go for like harsher treatments in Korea, we tend to go to the Pibukwa, to the uh, skincare clinic and get that kind of more invasive treatment. So at-home use of retinols is not as popular in Korea as it is in the West. So then as a second category of ingredients, there are some that you personally might want to avoid. So, and these are things that aren't prescription medications, but are ingredients that people might recommend avoiding. And these are things like AHAs and BHAs. So these are your chemical exfoliants, salicylic acid, glycolic acid, and the like. So some people I know do choose to avoid all acids, uh, but that is a personal call to be made between you and your doctor. So have that chat and just say, are you comfortable with me using these? I know that there is a 2013 European study that concluded that products that deliver a high dose of salicylic acid should be avoided during pregnancy. So a high dose would be the kind of dosage that you would expect to see in a peel, like a proper peel, and also in oral medication. So they're the kind of tablets that you're taking, um, that you're eating, I guess, if it, um, that should be avoided. But they're not likely going to be found in your general cosmetic products in those really, really high doses. But again, your mileage may vary if you are not sticking to K-Beauty. They're not usually in really high doses in K-Beauty, but in other brands, Western brands, I know the trend is to go higher with the percentage of, of acids. So just check that if that's something that you're worried about. So one of the things I love the most about K-Beauty is the philosophy behind so many products is all about nourishing the skin with minimal irritation. And I think that's really perfect for pregnancy. We shouldn't be trying any really extreme treatments uh, when we're pregnant because that's just not the best uh, for our skin. And the other thing is that the skin can become more sensitized and all these sort of different things. So I think when you're thinking about your pregnancy skincare, I would recommend focusing on anything that's just gentle and nourishing and leaving anything that's a really high strength treatment to later on down the track. If you are breaking out uh, and your skin is a little bit spottier during pregnancy, this is really, really common, particularly if you are coming off long-term birth control. You're adjusting to new hormone levels and your skin can often go a little bit haywire. So I'm going to run through some of my favorite products for dealing with that that are not going to be interfering with 
the baby in any way. Uh, and the first one is a 100% drug free spot solution. And that is hydrocolloid pimple patches. Guys, these are a really great treatment to have on hand. They are safe, they're simple, and they are a very easy way to both conceal pimples and also to speed up the healing process. So Subi Perfect Pimple Patch is the best in class on our website, on the Style Story website. It is ideal for daytime use, thin enough to be worn 24-7 because they blend really seamlessly into the skin with or without makeup. So they are drug-free. So they do not contain any harsh chemicals or ingredients. They don't contain anything that dries the skin out, which is how a lot of anti-acne medications and treatments work. So that is not how these work. It's basically just an adhesive cover that you put on the skin and it attracts moisture from the wound, which is the pimple, and encapsulates it into the shell of the pimple patch. That's how this works. So you can safely use pimple patches all throughout your pregnancy and while you're breastfeeding as well. There is nothing that crosses the barrier of the skin. Uh, so that should give you some relief if you do, if you are suffering from pimples, because I know that can be quite an unwelcome thing when you're already, you know, in aches and pains and can't sleep at night. So definitely take a look out for some drug-free hydrocolloid pimple patches. Now, to help keep your oil and moisture levels balanced, one of my favorite uh, products for just general pore refining is to use a clay mask. So I have drier skin. So for drier skin types, I don't recommend using a clay mask more than about once a week, but they are a great option for just dealing with a whole range of different issues. Subi's Hollow Dream brightening pore refining mask is a great option for pregnancy because it doesn't have any alcohol. It doesn't have synthetic fragrances and it also is free from essential oils. So no essential oils or synthetic fragrance, no mineral oils, sulfate detergents, parabens, urea, phthalates, and heaps more. So that is a really great, gentle, gentle option. Just 10 minutes on the face is all you need. And then my tip with this is to wash it off before the mask dries. Don't let it dry on your face, wash it off, and that will keep your face nice and supple as well. So this is not a drying product uh, and it'll leave you with a really nice little glow as well. So check that out if your skin is just going a little bit haywire. Now, if pregnancy is drying your skin out, which is very common, uh, one of my favorite methods for my own dry skin is to use a K-Beauty hydrating toner. So these are the kinds of toners that we can sometimes use for the seven skins method. If you're not familiar with that, I have a past episode that talks about K-Beauty's uh, toning techniques. So go and have a listen to that. But two picks that will be uh, great for pregnancy are Pyongkang Yul's Essence Toner and then ISN Tree's Hyaluronic Acid Toner. Both really, really great options. And then you can finish off with a nourishing moisturizer that does the work of several skincare products so that you can skip some, some steps. Our Jellico Bubble Tea Steam Cream is perfect for that because it has oils in it as well. So a lot of people that I've spoken to are using it in place of their serum or and oil. And it's just like a three in one product for them that they put on afterwards. So check that out if you're after something really nice and nourishing. 
Now, if dull skin is another really common problem, but obviously when we're looking to treat anything like dullness, um, you know, dark spots, uh, pigmentation and melasma, you need to be careful of what kind of ingredients you're using on your skin. So hydroquinone is a pharmacy only medicine in many countries, and I know that it is banned in some countries as well. So in Australia, it is a pharmacy uh, only product, and I know that um, you should only be able to get it at a pharmacy because some K-Beauty products do have it. However, this is the caution I would give you is be careful where you're buying your K-Beauty products from in Australia because unfortunately there are some retailers that I'm aware of that sell a lot of products that they technically shouldn't sell by law. So things like Korean sunscreens and some even I've seen selling products that contain arbutin in them. They're not supposed to do that. That is technically not okay. So be careful where you're buying your products from. Um, if you know the the cheaper the products and the more they sell, the less chance the store is doing their due diligence properly um, and labeling their products properly. So that is just one thing that I would caution. We are obviously star story. I hope you will find that to be a trustworthy source for your products, and we're very careful to make sure that we comply with all of the laws and everything like that around exactly what ingredients that we're able to sell in Australia. So do just be a little bit careful of that. Um, normally I would say you don't have to worry, but unfortunately I have seen that. So that is a little bit of a headache, but yeah, just be careful where you're buying your products from and you shouldn't have any massive problems. So some of my favorite natural ingredients for brightening dull skin during pregnancy are vitamin C and then B pollen extract. So they're really great for soothing, hydrating and brightening the skin and they can just look, make it look a lot more healthier. So April B has a B pollen propolis um, ampoule serum that is uh, contains both of those ingredients and it's perfect for people with more sensitive skin types as well. Uh, and then Another alternative that you might like uh, is Tosawong's Green Tea Eco Brightening Essence. And that one uses green tea to calm the skin as well and also to increase its natural elasticity. For stretch marks, I know they are they they are and can be a massive problem for a lot of people. Um, Luckily, Atto Palm, which is a really popular brand over here for both mothers and babies, they have this lovely stretch mark cream that helps to um, strengthen the skin's moisture barrier, which is something that can be compromised during pregnancy. And it also helps to relieve the itchiness caused by stretched dry skin. So the formula is hypoallergenic and Korea's Food and Drug Administration has approved it for tackling the red lines on the skin that are caused by pregnancy. So Atopalm's patented ingredient is what they call MLE, multilamellar emulsion, and they use that to protect and enhance the skin's natural barrier is what the brand says. So Atopalm is a great brand to look out for if you are suffering from stretch marks, if you're suffering from compromised skin, and they also have a really great baby's range as well. 
um, with body washes, um, shampoos, lots and lots of gentle products for baby as well. So if you are looking for something like that, then Atto Palm is a great Korean brand that I can recommend you guys. So I hope that that has alleviated some of the stress and worry. I know that pregnancy is a very, very stressful time just because you're trying to do the right thing and there's so many things to think about. Uh, but when it comes to skincare, the general golden rule is that as long as it's not something you need a prescription for, then you should be fine. But do, uh, if you, there is anything you're worried about, I know for us on the Star Story website, we always have the full ingredients list for every product listed online so that particularly for pregnant people, they can take that to the doctor and just say, hey, would you mind taking a look over this? Is there anything on there that's jumping out at you? Is there any red flags of ingredients that you would like me to avoid? And then you can just go and have that conversation and feel a lot I guess, more secure in what you're doing, because I know when you get down the rabbit hole online, you know, it seems like you should be avoiding absolutely everything, but most physicians take a quite pragmatic and practical approach. So just have that chat with them and say, hey, look, this is what I'm thinking about using. You know, it doesn't contain retinol, retinoids or anything like that. But is there anything in here that you personally wouldn't use on your own skin if you were pregnant? And they'll be happy to have that chat with you. So I hope that this has been useful. Uh, if you've gotten to the end and you're not currently pregnant, well done you. That is, um, <laughs> I, that that's a great job. <laughs> but hopefully you have someone that you can share this with who might find it useful as well. So that is all I had for you guys for this week. Uh, if you have found today's episode useful, I would absolutely love a rating and a review if you could possibly spare the time. Uh, and then until next week, I will be back next week with another episode for you guys. I hope you have a great week and I will see you on Style Story.